And now, a special edition of the Toddcast Podcast. If you were asked to pick one career highlight, could you do it? Or is that borderline impossible? I'm not sure that I could. 20 years of terrestrial radio, there's a lot to comb through. Almost 15 of those spent at Seafox, Vancouver's rock juggernaut. That station afforded me some incredible life moments. From doing world album premieres with Metallica, Nickelback, Velvet Revolver, flying first class to Dublin to do my radio show from the Jameson Whiskey Distillery. I think I talked about this last time we did a Career Highlights podcast, but broadcasting from the Irish House for the duration of the 2010 Winter Olympics. I mean, these are things I will not soon forget. And the best thing is, is that we all have them. Even this podcast is a highlight for me. Now seven years in for something that I thought might last maybe a year. So you'll hear from 12 guests this week as they share their stories, they share their career highlights. Coming up shortly in Listen to This, Danko Jones, speaking of career highlights, talking about being handpicked to open up for the Rolling Stones. That is powered by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, RV Service and Repair. ICBC accredited. You can find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com and on Twitter as well. First, a few of our musical guests share their career highlights, brought to you by Pineapple Sound. They're a recording and mixing studio in Langley since 2013. They also welcome podcasts and voiceover actors and a lot more. Check them out through pineapplesound.com. Alterbridge, formed in 2004 after Creed became inactive in 2003. League guitarist Mark Tremonti, bass player Brian Marshall, and drummer Scott Phillips grabbed, at the time... Mayfield 4 singer Miles Kennedy, and the rest is history. Their debut, One Day Remains, debuted at number 5 on the Billboard US 200. Impressive for a new band. Right around the time they released their sixth album, Walk the Sky, guitarist Mark Tremonti was a guest. You know, right off the bat, I would, I would say Royal Albert Hall. You know, we did a uh, concert with the orchestra. That was probably the best night on stage any of us had ever had. Hmm. What was it about that show? Uh, you know, when you when you put all this time and effort into creating this this music, um, and then years later, you have all your fans fly in from around the world, and you get to have it backed up by a fifty-two piece orchestra playing it flawlessly, and um, it was just one of those things that just gave you the chills, gave me the chills all night. It was <laughs> I bet. an amazing night. After the Abbott Brothers broke up Pantera in 2003, they started a band called Damage Plan. It was that band that released their debut, Newfound Power, in early 2004. And on December 8th of the same year, tragedy struck. While they were playing a show in Columbus, Ohio, Vinnie Paul's brother, Dimebag, was shot and killed on stage. A couple of years after Dime's death, Vinnie formed Hell Yeah!, Mudvayne singer Chad Gray fronts the band. Former Nothing Face guitarist Tom Maxwell is in the band. And a few months before his death, drummer Vinnie Paul was a guest. And we got him talking about career highlights. I mean, there's several. Uh, obviously, being in Hell Yeah, being a part of this, making what I think is the very best record we've ever made collectively as a band, undeniable. I feel really, really proud about that. Super cool to have. Uh, the Phil Collins track, I don't care anymore on there with my brother's performance. Uh, you know, for people to be able to hear him on the airwaves again in 2016 was just really big and really special. Uh, having a number one album in 1994 with Pantera when the world was uh, taken by surprise and they were like, that overnight sensation, we're like, bullshit, we've been doing this for seven years nonstop, you know, all over the world and the fans have spoken, man. We outsold Bonnie Raitt, we outsold Ace of Bass. We outsold all those bands and had a number one record, man. So uh, that was a huge highlight. And then uh, playing in Moscow uh, in 92 on the Monsters of Rock to a million people, probably never played to a crowd that big ever again. And uh, playing with ACDC and Metallica, you know, uh, that we just put out, uh, or just about to put out Vulgar Display of Power. So uh, the people that really didn't know us, didn't know anything about our music, and they treated us like Led Zeppelin, man. It was just one of the, the greatest days ever. So... I'd say those are probably my three top highlights. Chances are you'll know drummer Pat Stewart's drumming. He was the drummer for Brian Adams back in the day. He's toured with Matt Good, Colin James, recorded albums with Jan Arden, Barney Bentall, currently in odds, Cobra Ramon. Hands down, one of the nicest guys in music, friendly and fun. He's full of great stories. I, I would have to say Live Aid. 
And it's not even something I walk around and think about or that I prepared for it. Actually, one of my bandmates who never talks about that, but because this is like another era of my life before I was in in friends with a couple of the odds guys. Mm-hmm. But and Live Aid was uh, 81? 85. 85. Yeah, I was touring with Brian Adams and uh, Reckless. And it was, it was, uh, it was at that point, that was June, and it was just starting to take off. I mean, he was already big in Canada. Right. That's Like a Knife was a great record. And he already had a big thing going here. We'd done a run of like Coliseums in January or something across Canada, which blew my mind. And then some states and then a whole bunch of Europe and then uh, back how, to the states. How old are you at this point? When 23. You, when you're in Brian Adams' band. 23 years old. Yeah, I was so 20, it's, yeah. it's on. It's on. Was it was it I was cra- a little excited? Was it crazy party and stuff? What was well, what, what were the early years of like the Reckless album and it, like, you know what, what? what was it, was, like? it wasn't like no Metal- or Motley Crue and 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 uh, some of those guys they took care of that part. I mean we're right. but there's like um, you're partying. We, it's, it, I mean it, we're on the road. I'm you know you're having beers every night or, or once in a while you're like oh Billy Gibbons wants to take us to this club. Right. Okay. Cool. The Black Crows have been around since the late 80s. Their debut, Shake Your Moneymaker, blew minds in 1989. Rolling Stone magazine readers named the band the best new American band in 1990. The infighting within the band is infamous. The brothers Robinson, Chris, and Rich fighting like brothers do through the band's entire career. Former drummer Steve Gorman jumped on the podcast to be a guest and talk about his book, Hard to Handle, The Life and Death of the Black Crows, a memoir, which is an incredible read, a must-read for any fan of the band. It is an eye-opener, to say the least. I've always just thought about, like, every time something happens, it's like, okay, what's next? You know what I mean? Like, what's the next thing? Um, it, it, and, you know, like, it's easy to say, oh, well, the, you know, the gigs with Jimmy Page were, were incredibly fun. But the first time I ever played in a club, I felt a way that I could never feel again. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there, there's just, there's just the, the notion that the first time I ever played on a drum kit that was mic had microphones on it. And I heard my drums through a PA. That's not a feeling you can ever get for the second time. So, you know, you, it, it, depending on where you sit and, the mood I'm in, there's a lot of things I could say that was the highlight, but you know, the really, I, I just, I'm thinking about the next thing mostly, mm-hmm. you know, get, get through it and think about the next thing. Musical guests of the Todd cast podcast are powered by pineapple sound, providing recording and mixing services for a wide range of artists and genres since 2013. Check them out at pineapplesound.com.
listen to this on the Toddcast podcast. If you've listened to any good Canadian rock radio station, Danko Jones is a staple of the playlist. Been around since 1996, although it wasn't until 98 that he released his self-titled EP. At this point, between the EPs and full lengths, he's 13 albums deep. The last, A Rock Supreme, came out in 2019, recorded at the farm in BC's beautiful Sunshine Coast with producer Garth Richardson. Their new album, Power Trio, is scheduled to be released this year, August 2021. And when Danko was a guest, we talked about comic books and superpowers, knowing that he's a full geek like me. Binge-watching The Terrace House, how social media plays into his day-to-day life. He shared his thoughts on legalized marijuana. We talked about Metallica, Motley Crue, Kiss, VIP meet and greets, his thoughts on those. And Danko talked about being handpicked by the Rolling Stones to open up their 40 Licks tour at the Toronto date back in 2002. Listen to this. You know, playing with the Rolling Stones in Toronto right. for, a, for a gig. Um, and we were, we were asked to play. And apparently it came from the Stones when I found, wow. found out more about it. I've heard two different, <laughs> two different versions. I've heard, actually I've heard a few stories about the show in regards to us. So uh, my roommate, and it's, that's a long story, but my roommate gave Mick Jagger a copy of our album bef- like a couple of months before the gig for his birthday when the Stones were in Toronto and it, they, there was a Mick Jagger birthday party. My roommate at the time got in and he gave Mick a copy of our album called Born a Lion. Then I heard that and that, and. And that was straight from my roommate. My roommate told me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I knew that was true. And then I was at a club once, walking into this like restaurant club to meet a friend. And the bouncer took me aside and he said, you know, I did security for the Stones when they were here for 40 Licks. And Ron Wood listened to your album every day. So... Wow. That was a story I wasn't expecting that night. And then <laughs> I was in Belgium doing press. This is going back 2006, so it's going back a few years. Mm. But I did an interview with a journalist who said that he asked Keith Richards, he did an interview with Keith Richards and asked him who were his favorite opening bands on the 40 Licks tour, because that's when he interviewed Keith after the 40 Licks tour. And Keith Richards said, the white stripes in us. And I asked the journalist, did you record that? <laughs> and he said yes. And I'm still waiting for, he promised he'd give me a recording of the, 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 the interview. And I've actually since talked to him. Right. And I asked him last time I talked to him if he had the recording. And he said, oh, I, I couldn't find it or he didn't have it or he forgot or something. I'm still waiting on that interview with Keith Richards and him. <laughs> 13 years later, yeah. <laughs> I really want that clip. Dude, are I you kidding me? Want... Like, what? Listen to this on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC-approved repair shop. Find them online at tedcorvsuppliesinc.com.
is Tanya Aganaba, and her song is Comfortable. I think she played that one at the Toddcast podcast, Cheap Thrills. She did one with us a couple, three years back now. Maybe you caught that one. Place was packed. She is a great storyteller. Her husband plays drums in her band, or at least he did for that night, which was a, a great night. You know, talking about that stuff just... Uh, makes you miss it even more, doesn't it? Played you Murray Atkinson and a ripper for him called The Goose. And we love Murray and his solo stuff. A great guy, a natural, just a beauty. And he's also the guitarist in Odds as well. Okay, Todd's Trolls is coming up in just a little bit. The stupid, the mean, the hurtful, and the funny things that people say to what you post, what you see online. This week, Royal Blood... The new movie, Without Remorse, and the Kentucky Derby bask in that white-hot spotlight. Powered by The Garage, Games and Geekery in Maple Ridge. It's your place to play, Warhammer, D&D, Slay Trolls, and a lot more. Find them online at garagegames.ca. First, back to more career highlights and a few of our sporting guests, all of whom are brought to you by Joyce Heating Services, family owned and operated, heating the lower mainland since 1960, and hit them up for air conditioning in the summer as well. So Blair O'Neill has been golfing since the age of 11, and by high school, she was one of the best junior golfers in Arizona. She got a full-ride scholarship to Arizona State University. There, she was crowned a two-time NCAA Women's Long Drive champ. After college, Blair turned pro. She was on the LPGA Tours from 2012 to 2014, all the while navigating a successful modeling career, runway fashion shows, print ads, catalogs, magazine covers, websites, various commercials. So from all of that, what's the career highlight? I think the biggest turning point in my career, I think, was winning Big Break Dominican Republic. Um, It was such a big show, and there were so many eyes on the show, and it was a huge goal of mine to compete on that show. And when I won it, it definitely opened a lot of doors for me Mm -hmm. and gave me some more opportunities to keep my dream alive of playing professional golf and then also led me into, you know, my television career. So I think it it really was a big break for me, and um, I was able to uh, really grow from that experience. Christian Covington was born in Vancouver, and you could say that football is in his blood. His dad is Grover Covington, CFL, a member of the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Christian is a beast in his own right, clobbering through high school, through college, was drafted by the Houston Texans in 2015, had four solid years with those guys, signed a one-year deal with the Dallas Cowboys in 2019, is now with the Cincinnati Bengals. The kid is living the dream, still killing it in the NFL. And you'll love what he had to say. Yeah, I guess Monday Night Football last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you knew the answer to that. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was thinking I probably knew it. But Yeah, it was a pretty good game. Uh, I mean, although another one, obviously, might be, uh, think, I think, two, yeah, two years ago. Um, you know, I went, I, I saw Tom Brady. That might have been another big one. Yeah. Well, what's, uh, that, what's, that, know, what's that I'm like, just, like when you're taking a guy like that down? Well, I mean, it's, it's surreal just because up. like, I literally, I literally grew up watching him. Right. Like that's like this, that's like the one aspect of it. And then like, I mean, like that's like, that's another crazy aspect. It's like, man, how long has his brother been playing in this league? No shit. Like, I was literally a kid watching like you, you play. Were... Now I'm playing, now I'm playing against you. Like this is just a warrior yeah he is he's like the epitome of like epitome of a warrior on that field much respect to i mean shoot he's i think he's i think he's on the title of the goat so yeah he's he's a great i think he's the greatest of all time so that goes without saying you'll know mercedes churrell as a longtime octagon girl for bellator mma and she also has a podcast with jade bryce called the magic hour podcast um, I think I'm about to experience it this weekend. Oh yeah. But yeah, but for sure my career highlight thus far has been starting this podcast with Jade Bryce called the magic hour. And I don't know about you with your podcast, but this thing has like allowed me to just, just be completely transparent. And, um, mm. and I think find a lot of myself and, and be able to like experiment 
with new um, techniques and tools and, and implement them into my life and then meet so many new people, uh, especially doing interviews with them, which you probably get some of that on no, your show. Lots. And the benefits of what come with that. So just expanding my community and getting to know myself better and, and then getting to know my, my uh, own tribe, you know, better and, and building my own tribe, hmm. like I was saying earlier, has been amazing. And then this weekend, like I said, we are going to actually have a live event during South by Southwest in Austin, Texas at Onnit Gym. And uh, we're having three guests come and we'll do live interviews in front of the audience. But then we're also going to do um, movement-based uh, workshops with each of the guests. Because they're all into, you know, one's, um, if you know, a line podcast with Aaron Alexander. He's coming and he's going to do an articulated stretch workshop with us and breath work workshop with us. And then Melody F. Kami, she's got this like amazing groundbreaking dance class that she's going to have us work through. Wow. And Parangi, who is the, the like number one dude in ecstatic dance, which <clears throat> I think is a, a method that's going to change the world little by little here. Travis Lule played 10 seasons for the BC Lions from 2009 to 2018, was named the CFL's most outstanding player in 2011, was named most valuable player in the 2011 Grey Cup. He retired from pro football in 2019, though he still works with the team, and clearly has some memories to pull from when you start talking about career highlights. The career highlights hoisting the cup in 2011, man, that was... Uh you know, it becomes more fun in hindsight too, just to recognize how special that was. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of people know the story. You may have been around for that or paying attention, right? But we started the year 0 and 5 and, and, you know, halfway through the year, we moved back into BC place and we got to playing really good football and we were just on fire the rest of the way. As we moved back into the building, it was just packed and rocking. Everyone, wanted to, everybody wanted to see the new place. The Grey Cup was in Vancouver. You know, we win our final game, which means we get to host the Western final. If we win the West final, we're playing in what amounts to a home Grey Cup. And then we, we got, we got it done right just in front of a rocking house. Um, such a cool venue that did the CFL justice, you know, at, at, at our pinnacle moment. And, and I got to be, directly involved in all that so that was obviously really special his name the mvp of the game we hoisted the, the trophy overhead and the orange and white confetti and yeah it was a fairy tale ending to a tough start and it's just you know it was a phenomenal life lesson for me and perseverance and, and overcoming the negativity and adversity at the beginning and so you know it's something that you know other teams has, have used as example for years we've gotten countless stories from teams Right. You know, high school coaches and teams in other places that uh, we started slow and we referenced the 2011 BC Lions, you know, and so to be, um, to be a part of that, that kind of story and to be able to tell that story and yeah, it's pretty cool. kind of make an impact years later was, uh, was pretty dang cool, man. Yeah. Sporting guest visits of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Joyce Heating Services, a family owned and operated heating business serving the lower mainland since 1960. Online at JoyceHeating.com. my head 
Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at MilanoCoffee.ca. A look at this week's keyboard warriors, Todd's Trolls, on the Toddcast Podcast. Royal Blood's new album, Typhoons, is out in a few days, this Friday, April 30th. Now, here's a band, 2015's Best British Group at the Brit Awards, main stage at the Reading and Leeds Festival, arguably the best rock band of the last decade, and yet they still take heat. Their new stuff sucks in comparison to their old stuff. No offense, of course. I don't know. The new songs? They sound like Royal Blood Light. Jimmy Page once said they'd save rock and roll. He was wrong. In theaters, as of this weekend, April 30th, Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, and the premise is pretty simple. An elite Navy SEAL uncovers an international conspiracy at the same time that he's trying to avenge the murder of his wife. The trailer looks tense. These Navy SEAL movies are so done. Who's with me? They could never make another movie like this, and that would be okay. Nope, I'd rather watch two hours of that shithead James Corden trying to be funny. And the Kentucky Derby is this weekend, May 1st. A big one for horse racing goes down in Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, I got an idea. Let's whip those little jockey bastards instead. Um, hello, PETA? Isn't this the type of shit you should be trying to stop? Anyone who willingly watches the abuse of these poor horses can unfollow me now. Sorry, not sorry. Todd's Trolls on the Toddcast Podcast is powered by The Garage, Games and Geekery. Your place to play RPGs, board games, and Warhammer in Maple Ridge. Online at garagegames.ca.
sound for that band year of the wolf and their song is work a great live band as well we had them play a show for the podcast at the railway it seems like years ago now but realistically probably a couple maybe two and a half years back haven't heard too much out of their camp as of late but i guess you could kind of expect that we are in a pandemic after all so i don't think it's too uncommon that you don't hear too much about a band at this moment hopefully they've been using some of the lockdown to get creative hit us with some new music That'd be nice. I thought you'd like what these guys are all about. Played you Dom Fricot and a wonderful song for him called Sweet Little Fantasy. And I'd always thought that he would break into Vancouver's radio market. I played him on Fox's Indie Night in Canada when I was there. But I mean a full-on ad to the regular rotation playlist. He's got the voice, writes great songs. He is phenomenal live. He did one of those cheap thrills with us. I think it was one of the, maybe the second or third, where I host from on stage, the interview, the acoustic performance for Doms. He literally had the crowd stomping and clapping along on the first song of the night. Just an incredible talent who now calls Germany, I believe, home for the past three years as well. Lucky for those guys. Speaking of live music, find Pandemic Distanced live stream shows with the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. Slowly but surely, they're starting to get added. If you're playing one or maybe you're checking out something, let me know about it if it's indie. We'll post it at the website as well. That's brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios. 40 plus years experience in the music industry. Find out more about them through mysticrhythms.ca. Okay, our final guests of episode 246, career highlights from some of our entertainment guests brought to you by Tomes. This is their final week of sponsorship. Big love to Jay Sikowski and Toby Wright for supporting during the pandemic. I mean, these are trying times for businesses. We're all doing our best to keep the doors open. Appreciate these guys. They are legit in wanting to help you relieve stress, get a better night's sleep. What have you got to lose? The first seven nights are 100% free at tomes.com. That's T-A-U-M-M. H-O-M-S.com. You'll know Danielle Ruiz from modeling. She's been in Fredericks of Hollywood ads, Hustler Apparel. She's been featured in Maxim back in the day. Maybe you would know her from being a host and Royal Flush Girl for the World Poker Tour. She's been in some cool shows too, like CSI, Entourage. So what's her career highlight? It is kind of tough to answer. I, like, it's, there's different genres. Um, I honestly think, I mean, me doing like TV stuff for the World Poker Tour and being with them for almost like seven years, mm-hmm. about seven years, and just got recontracted again for next year. So oh, nice. eight years. Good for you. That's great. I, yeah, I think that to me, sticking with a company for that long and for someone was still wanting you back for that long, I think that's like a highlight in itself. Yeah, you know? totally. Because companies, like, they swap out people. There's always a new face. There's always a new, like, person. There's always a new niche. And the fact that, like, a company that's on Fox Sports Network still wants me, like, that's pretty rad. Yeah, totally it is. And how's your poker game? 
I think they like me more for my personality. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting behind the table anytime soon. That's nice. Oh, that's yeah. funny. I, we've gotten taught by like professional, like you know, people, and a lot of like you get really close with a lot of uh, the the high poker players. And I could get taught, but like it's just not my it's not my jam, you know. Yeah. I'm intrigued by it, but it's just not it's not for me. Actress Kate Miller has been in a bunch of stuff that you'll know. Uh, most recently, she had a small role in The Trial of the Chicago 7 with Sasha Baron Cohen, which is a great film if you've yet to see it. But you'll know her from starring in Hightown. She's voiced video games, uh, Wasteland 2, Guild Wars 2, Destiny 2, Manhunt. That game was mental. I auditioned and I got the gig and it was my first Broadway audition. I was 25. This is another lifetime ago at this point, but it sort of gives you cred when you land a Broadway play with someone like that. That's that a- absolutely. So and like, I, and I learned a lot, you know, I mean, this is the thing about New York city. Like I, I, the majority of people that are in show business, like I, I moved to LA and I married my husband late and I stayed here. They really celebrate celebrity here and they don't care what kind of celebrity. In New York, everybody, is, everybody thinks of themselves, whether they're a celebrity or not, as a very blue collar kind of actor. It's a trade, you do it. Sometimes you hit big, sometimes you get a name, sometimes you, you know, but she started out there with, you know, of five roommates that were like Shirley MacLaine and I can't remember who else, but she was just so real. Carol Burnett's so real that, and it was the first place she'd done since her Broadway debut when she was in her twenties and she was in her sixties when we did this. I don't even know what I'm trying to get at. I'm trying to get at the fact that it sounds like, oh my God, that's so impressive, but it never felt, it never felt like egotistical on anybody's part. It felt like, um, cred just straight up street cred you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i'm proud of it because i worked with someone that worked her way up like so many people in, that are true showbiz icons and legends have they weren't you know somebody's kid or they weren't famous from a reality tv show or or you know and all new york is still that way you work you do you do what comes down the pike One look at actor Lou Temple and your mind will go one of two ways. Rob Zombie films or Axel from The Walking Dead. Or maybe you'll know him as Lucas Fender in Domino. Maybe it's Cal, the diner manager from Waitress. He's been in CSI Miami, NCIS Los Angeles, Criminal Minds. But don't you just love his work with Zombie? He was Adam Banjo in The Devil's Rejects played Noel Cluggs in the Halloween remake, was Psychohead in 31, The Sheriff, the prequel to the remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was Lou. And then most recently, I can't speak too much about it, but this little filmmaker who I think has got great legs. Actually, there's rumor this might be his last movie, uh, Quentin Tarantino in mm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, okay. uh, which is amazing to see him work. I mean, just to be, and I'm just a fly on the wall in this thing, but it's just just to see him work with the cop reel and Pitt and Pacino and, and Kurt Russell and these greats, it, it really is such an, ex, an experience. You know, it's just an experience. The name Mike Ward should be ringing a bell. He's a comedian who's appeared on TV doing stand-up in over 20 different countries, North America, Europe, Africa, Australia. He's the host of two wildly popular podcasts. He's had a successful career. He's also the comic who's currently fighting a $42,000 fine that he got for performing a bit in his act for a few years in the early 2010s, where he made fun of a young disabled singer, joked about trying to kill him by drowning him. Now, Mike was ordered to pay 42000 bucks, 35000 to the singer, and 7000 to his mom. In February of this year, 2021, Mike appealed the fine all the way to the Supreme Court in Canada, and you can thank him that he's doing that. It's a slippery slope that he's on, fining comedians for jokes. Sure, they're made in poor taste. Mike's a savior of the industry. Not all heroes wear capes. Uh, career highlight... Uh... You know, it's weird. It's not even something that has to do really with my career, but there, uh, there are two things uh, that are, are really funny and kind of stupid. I was trending on Pornhub a couple of weeks ago. Okay. 
because I, I put a special out and someone had put it on Pornhub and then I mentioned it in my podcast that it was on Pornhub. So people were searching Mike Ward on Pornhub and I was number two in the, <laughs> the trending in Pornhub and I was like, that's really, really funny. That's awesome. Yep, that's a and, good and, one. It's up there. It's got to be up there, man. And the other thing, I've, I've never met, like my idol, like, and I should have mentioned him, Right off the top, but Norm Macdonald. I, I'm a huge Norm Macdonald fan. Man. What do you think of I'm, his uh, Netflix special that took me a couple, uh, uh, not special, the show that he has, uh, Norm Macdonald has a show? Oh, yeah. Uh, I really liked it. it I it, really, good, right? really liked it. It took me a couple goes before I kind of got into it, though. Yeah, because it's very awkward. It's very awkward. It, it There's something, I think, like, I've never met Norm, but we have friends in common, and they mm. tell me that he's a... He's a weird dude. <laughs> he's, just, he's a weird he dude. Strikes and, it as weird, yes. And he, uh, the, the one of my career highlights was uh, when I was going through the whole court thing. Uh, he he uh, he tweeted about me, uh, and then he he was sending me direct messages like to you know tell me to stay strong and don't give up and blah blah blah. And then he'd mm. write me every month or so to see how I was doing. And I was like, okay, that's really cool when you're. When someone you look up to like that, you know, is looking looking in on you, and he had tweeted like the tweet he had sent out. He said that I was a genius, and I'm wow. like the farthest thing from a genius. But having Norm Macdonald say I was a comedy genius, I was like, God damn, this is a <laughs> this is pretty good. Entertainment guests of the Toddcast podcast are powered by Tomes, where quality sleep matters. Find out more at Tomes.com. That's T-A-U-M-M-H-O-M-S dot com.
They are called Flavor House, and a great song for those guys called Empathy for Psychopaths. And it's a nice way to wrap up this week's podcast. Of course, a big thanks to all of this week's guests for being guests over the years. And sometimes we're going back a few years to build these themed podcasts. And we appreciate, for the most part, that all of these people, all of these guests are pretty open and receptive to being included again in another style of podcast. And my name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for listening to this Career Highlights podcast. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. We're also part of the Dean Blundell Network out of Toronto at deanblundell.com. Comment and rate the podcast. It helps out with the search results on Google and Bing and whatever else you're using. Does anybody use Bing? Search it out through Toddcast Podcast. Huge thanks to all of our wonderful sponsors. We couldn't do it without their unwavering support. You can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca. If you would like to sponsor the podcast, you can for as little as 10 bucks a day. Contact info is at the homepage. And do keep in mind, if you help us find a sponsor, we'll give you a commission based on the ad buy. So if you know a business that gets outside of the box advertising, maybe shoot them our way. Till next week, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. The Toddcast Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and bookmark toddhancock.ca. 